Previously on The Deep. Percy, Tig, and Dr. Marisha Keen took a submarine out to investigate some wreckage near the trench, as well as the body of a dead construction worker. It, it just, down here seems almost alien to you as you look out the uh, viewing glass. The fluid they used to fill up the diving suits, which would protect them from the pressure of the deep sea, made it feel like drowning when they first breathed it in. You get knocked to the ground as Percy flails his elbow to the side and it hurts, smarts a little bit. Uh, you're going to lose one hit point from that and your uh, your nose is bleeding fairly freely. Um, Percy, you begin to kind of calm down as you realize that you have more than enough oxygen to do all of this aerobic movement. While Percy and Tig investigated the wreckage, Marisha skimmed through the old surveillance footage. And then it starts back up again, and you see the submarine is being moved back over into its dry dock, and Lisa is standing next to the sphere, her eyes wide open, just still. Adam goes and stands next to her, and they both just stand, still, staring at this sphere. And it goes black again. Tig and Percy recovered the black box with the wrecked sub's information on it, and Tig decided to bring back the body of the construction worker. Getting the pressure liquid out of their lungs and dive suits was almost more unpleasant than getting it in, and the sight of the dead body made Percy wretch even more. As there is no longer the water to keep so much of the elasticity of his skin, it just starts to slough off. You can see bone in places and muscle, and you immediately just vomit up just more of this fluid than you thought was possible to have a human being. (laughs) When they attempted to call back to the lab, they got static for a while, until finally, the chief officer's voice appeared on the other end. Everything is under control. We just need to do a medical evaluation of every member of the crew. During the hour and a half that they were away, some strange things were happening back on Deepwater Plymouth. The security officer, Joel Lawrence, said there had been an explosion from the anomalous black sphere, and he was covered in the chief officer's blood. I don't know how dangerous that thing we brought up is. I can't risk you guys coming along. For your own protection, you need to stay back. He allowed the medical examiner to investigate, but wouldn't let anyone else into the med bay. Sid and Sidney went to the comms room where they noticed disturbing surveillance footage in the biolab where old man Wallace had been. They witnessed some sort of oozing tentacle monstrosity crawling around. Yeah, I I thought it was an octopus to begin with, but definitely not an octopus. After alerting the others, Sid, Joel, and Claire went off to construct a taser and a slingshot to hold off any monster attacks. I mean, it just... and digs right into these pillows, and you see a little bit of uh, fluff kind of pop out of the hole as this ball bearing just buries itself in there. And Sydney was called into the med bay to aid the doctor. But once inside, she discovered not everything was as it seemed. 
you bump into the doctor and you turn around to try and start speaking and you notice that the doctor's head actually splits in half and you see these enormous teeth start to sprout from either side of her skull and she immediately tries to snap at you and you jump back it begins to assimilate into your form every single one of your cells begins to burn the agony is unbearable. You try and scream out, but you have no voice. And all of a sudden, your eyes reopen. Dr. Keen and Percy, you are extracting yourselves out of the submarine and you're coming into the moon pool um, docking area. And you're looking around and no one seems to be around at all. What would you guys like to do? Is the sphere there? Nope. I mean, we were told to go up to the med bay. Um... You notice something missing, and I point to the area where, it, where it's missing. Yeah, I do. What do you suppose they've done with it? I don't know. Would anyone have told us if they moved it? I'd imagine so. Well, I don't think we're going to solve this mystery by just sitting around here. No. So I, I get up and out of the submersible. Why don't you guys all uh, roll me a wisdom? Okay. Pass. Pass. So wisdom, oh, that's a pass. All right. I would assume one of you guys goes over to um, start to lift up the sub to dock it, correct? Okay, I'll do that. Right on. So as Ty goes over to um, start with the controls, all of you, because you're focused on what's happening here, you notice that the the compartment that's next to it it seems to be like a storage compartment like a like a tall uh locker it seems to be kind of compressed a little bit like maybe somebody rammed into it to to shut it almost you know like the metal is bent in sort of where the locking mechanism would be 
So that uh, dent is um, near where the control panel is to lift up the sub? Correct. I'm just going to kind of like kick at the dent with my foot and see like how sturdy the um, the metal is. Roll strength. All right. I'm not kicking very hard, just like a light tap. No. Like you're kicking the tires that's on the fine. Car. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I made it. Um, so you kick against it and you feel your foot land solid and it seems like everything else in this entire um, underwater habitat, it's made of fucking steel, man. Like, it's solid. All right. <laughs> Everything okay over there? Someone went and fucked up one of the panels. Judging by everything else in here, take a lot of force to do something like that. Wonder if it. Was, I don't know. So I don't think anyone could kick that hard. Surely wasn't me. Hmm. <laughs> so it does seem to be like a storage locker of some sort. Like it's not. Um, like a con- it's not the control panel itself, just to make sure that, that we're 100% clear on that. Is it just, okay. like, dented in, or is it, like, kicked to the point yeah. of... It's, like, dented in almost, like, it seems like it was not closing, and something pushed very hard or kicked or punched or rammed or, you know what I mean? Like, it's very... It was forced into its position. Can I go over and see if I can open it? Yeah, give me a strength uh, roll, please. I couldn't pass. You sort of uh, wrench against it for a little bit, and it seems like it wants to give, and it bends for just a second, and then all of a sudden it pops open, and these two bodies come crumbling out of it, and they're both in these sort of orange jumpsuits. Cool, fuck! Oh! What the fuck? And you look at their faces and they're sort of like this emaciated sort of goo, but you look at the name tags and you realize that this is Adam and Lisa, the construction workers you met when you first got here. Percy immediately empties whatever was left in his body uh, (laughs) into the moon pool. And then goes, all right, well, before anything else, I need something, water, coffee, something. Oh, God. We need to get the fuck up to the med bay. Yeah, we need to tell them what's going on. All right, so I think that uh, we're going to see, we're going to check in with Claire, Joel, um, Sid. I think it's just Claire, Joel, and Sid, correct? Yeah. Yeah, we were the la- We were together. Okay. And then Sydney was elsewhere. Yep, okay, yeah, she's in the comms room, gotcha. And if I recall, we are currently in the supplies room, correct? Yeah, we had just built a taser and a slingshot. <laughs> we had, um... Well, I think we got ourselves armed up well enough. Why don't we go see what Sydney's up to? Sounds good to me. All right. So you um, make your way through the gym and the lounge and into the comms room. And Sydney, what are you doing in the comms room right now? Are you just chillaxing? 
Yeah, I'll just be waiting in the comms room watching the cameras. Okay. Anything new with the big fuck-off tentacle monster? I'm sorry, what? The, 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 the beast thing that uh, you see it on any of the other monitors while we were gone? Oh, no, not yet. Okay, that makes me feel so much better about being down here. Did um, the doctor ask for anything while we were gone? No. It's locked. She won't open the door. That's fun. Um, you tried talking to her over comms? No response. Oh. Probably very busy. I, w- I would say so with the amount of blood. Yeah. If I can, what are the chances that we can start talking about how to get the hell out of here since it's a giant fuck-off tentacle monster downstairs? Uh, I'm, I'm in for getting out of here, yeah. Right now, one of the monitors is on the ladder that's, that runs up the length of all of the three different levels. Uh, four if you count the nuclear reactor, but nobody goes down there unless it's a necessity. Anyway, um, and you notice that Tig, Dr. Keen, and uh, Percy are climbing up and heading towards the cafeteria. Oh, look, the other guys are back. How long has it been since they left? How, how long was that journey? Just so I can get a time space in my head. Um, about an hour, maybe an hour and a half, something like that. Okay. You think we should probably go down there, warn them about the big fuck-off tentacle monster thing? Yeah, that's probably a good idea, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah, you know, it seems counterintuitive to living if they don't know. Yeah. Uh. You'd also have a bigger chance of taking care of it with more people. That's true. We're, we're going to take care of it? We're not just going to get the fuck out of here? We should definitely just get the fuck out of here. I mean, what's going to happen if you run into it, right? You would have a much easier time fighting it off if you have more people with you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> fight it off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. S- Sid is definitely going to start making his way over there. Like, uh, the cl- the closer you get, the more you'll start to hear Tig yelling, like, up the the shaft of the, the ladder thing. Um, hey! Hey! Would somebody fucking answer us? We got a problem down here. Hey! We got a problem up here, too. <laughs> <laughs> There's two fucking bodies. We, we got a big fuck-off tentacle monster. I think we got you beat. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry, what? Although, to be fair, it could be that the uh, bodies are from the big fuck-off tentacle monster. And then we got the same problem. Claire's right. We got the same problem, I think. <laughs> Tyga gets up the, the ladder shaft and, and climbs out. So what's this about a fucking tentacle monster? Uh, big horror behind horrors. Uh, big thing, tentacles, uh, uh, oozing, and, uh, blood. We have a taser and a slingshot now. So, we're all prepared. Tig kind of pinches the top part of the bridge of his nose and, like, makes a headache-looking face. Inside or outside? Uh, inside the biolab? 
uh, with Wallace, and we locked all the doors, and now it's not in the biolab. So, inside? Maybe? Is it what killed the people downstairs? Oh, you didn't bring the dead people back with you? Uh, they were here? We brought one dead person back with us from the sub. Oh. Um. There's the two bodies downstairs. And in addition to that, said there's some fluids in the sub you might want to check out. Uh. Did you examine the bodies at all? They were shoved in a locker. That doesn't bode well. But did you check them to see if they were still warm or if they had been dead a while? They were gross, mate. It, it's it's not. It's they they'd been gone for a while, I think. Huh. Uh. It was the two maintenance people when when we first got here. No, they were they were fit and fair just what oh, an hour ago. They went up, right? I thought they did. Yeah. Then how are they down here? That's that's not the case at all. That's just the fucking question, isn't it? Well, I guess so, yeah. Well, did you watch them leave? They could have come down here for a reason before they went up. We, we saw them leave, didn't we? Did we see them leave? I think we did. I, th- I thought we saw them leave. Go ahead and roll an intelligence check, everybody. <laughs> sure. <laughs> roll for our personal intelligence. Yeah. I'm a big dumb. I passed. I epic uh, failed by getting a natural 20. Yeah. <laughs> Got an 18. I failed. Pass. <laughs> I passed. Uh, big pass? I also failed. That's like my only stat. If you passed, you do remember um, seeing the uh, one of the submarines leave. You don't remember necessarily seeing Adam and Lisa get into it, but you definitely remember one of the submarines leaving. Well, one of the submarines did leave. I, I, I assumed they were in there. Mm-hmm. And the, the guy driving wouldn't have just taken off without him. Anybody else who passed their intelligence check would also remember then that that also means that you only have one submarine capable of carrying five people up to the surface. The rest are just the short-range construction submarines for exploration that must recharge. And there'd be a special, like, process for going topside, too, because it would take a lot longer going up than down because of the bends, right? It would probably take, like, two days. There's a process, but we deal with that in many further episodes, I imagine. Oh, okay. And you guys got mystery fluids, you know, that help with oxygen stuff, so... Yeah, but I, I know what those fluids do. Yeah, I had a time with them. Not as, not as good a time as Percy, though. <laughs> yeah, she says, scrubbing some of the dried blood out from underneath of her nose. <laughs> <laughs> so where's Admiral Hardass? Uh, they were, they're in the med bay, not responding to us, and the door's locked. Well, he just told us to go up to the med bay, so as soon as I get something to wash this bile out, I vote we all go up to the med bay and see what the fuck's going on in this shit show of a lab. So if there's a fucking monster, why are we going to the monster? Especially if it's in there and nobody's answering? Well, I don't know if it's in there. Um, the orb's in there. 
Um, it exploded. Um, it what? That that that's more info. Yeah, uh, I forgot about that. Uh, orb exploded. Um, we think the blood everywhere for sure, and then uh, we think that might be connected to uh, the big fuck off tentacle monster that I'm assuming killed Wallace. Um, he's pretty old, you know. He couldn't. Run. I'm sorry. What? What? Wallace is dead. I'm assuming so, you know, old guy, big tentacle monster, a lot of blood. I'm assuming he didn't make it. Uh, we we can probably rewind the footage on the on the monitors, right? I think they probably do that. They probably record. Could I go back over to the comms where we saw the video and try to rewind it and pull it back up? Absolutely. Okay, I don't need to make a roll or anything. No, it's not that hard. These uh, controls are relatively intuitive. So. You rewind it, and you notice, um, basically, as it goes back, this creature is moving preternaturally fast, and then it goes, and it sort of becomes Wallace, but it's sort of, like, unsticking itself from Wallace like gum, and then creeping its way back into the, um, terrarium that has the hermit crabs and then when you play it forward it uh looks like wallace goes over to feed these hermit crabs and then these tentacles just latch onto it screams out and there's no sound to this video but you're watching this person that you just saw alive not too long ago as he's writhing in agony as these things slowly envelop and encompass him and then just sort of pulsate as this goo begins to leak out from under it. Oh my god. Jesus. Is he, um, old and dead? For sure. Honestly, that body didn't bother me as much. Oh my god. <laughs> So now that we're all up to speed, what we're doing, um, I vote we all just leave, right? There's only room for five, though, unless you got another sub somewhere. That would pose an issue, yes. Um, yep, didn't think of that. Uh, if we could put people where the cargo goes, maybe? Is that a thing? That's assuming there's a ship up there waiting on us. I doubt there'd be. Dr. Keen, do we have any more of your super wonderful breathe underwater, survive massive pressure fluids? Just the ones in the just the ones in the sub. I don't think it's a good idea for anyone to breathe those fluids for longer than necessary. We would I was a little bit dicey with them being in them for as long as they were. It's it's not safe for long term use yet. Okay. Um then what do we pose? We gotta figure out what's going on, right? And make it so that we all don't just get killed by a big tentacle monster or get shoved in lockers for unknown reasons. Um, Sounds about right. So do we agree on trying to avoid the med bay for as long as possible then? I think we should know what's in the med bay. Can we pull up the monitor for the med bay? Does the med bay have a monitor? You can absolutely uh, take uh, take controls and start flipping through cameras. Why don't you roll me a d20? Okay. 15? 
Okay, so you're flipping through channels and it's taking you a little while to get there. And finally, you stop on the med bay and you look. Ah, there's the program I wanted. And you see the good doctor and Hughes and they're both standing there motionless, staring at the sphere. Uh... Bad news, uh, things are weird in there, too, so. But Hughes is standing up. Uh, yeah, that's great. Yeah, I'd love to see him standing with all that blood we know he lost. That's definitely normal. Does he still appear to be as bloody as he was? Yeah, he definitely seems uh, very covered in blood. So I've got a little bit of an idea. Uh, why don't we lock all the doors? on the whole place from here, right? Like, we can lock most of the doors. Lock every door we can. And only unlock the doors we need as we need them. We got we got these communicators, right? If we're gonna go places, we can just radio in. That would make me feel a hell of a lot safer with everything that's going on. So we would need someone here to be running all the doors? Mm-hmm. I need to find maintenance. If I can get a welding torch, I can just weld the door shut. Oh, we've got a hell of a welding torch <laughs> down there. And there's a plasma cutter. Like, it, it's, it's too big to be a taser. But um, <laughs> for, for sure, we got a plasma cutter. That's on this level, just FYI. So why don't we start off by sealing the door right here. Close it up, lock it up. We'll stay on this floor until we have to leave. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then what do we do about the two in the med bay? Um, leave them? They're not doing nothing. Keep the screen up. And keep eyes on them. Leave them until we don't have another choice. Got it. Um, and then the big fuck-off tentacle monster that's also Wallace, I guess, maybe. He became one with Wallace, we'll say. Hopefully we can figure out how we actually can get out of here, all of us, before it comes to facing off with that thing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Could, could we build a submarine? I don't know if we've got the facilities for that. Actually, I think that we could outfit a submarine of some, one of our maintenance subs to be able to go to the surface, but the thing is, I don't know if we'd be able to get into the hyperbaric chambers or not. We'd need one there to help us. Well, if we all went up at the same time, the one who came up first would be able to theoretically get the other ones out? No, we would all have to repressurize. Right? That's how that works? All of us would have to repressurize? Correct, yes. You um, know that there is a system in the submarines that take you to the surface to take care of that, but not in the maintenance subs, which is the problem. So if those of us in the regular submarine were to go up a little bit first then we'd be there to catch the other people to put them in the hyperbaric. Right? Or we can make it sound enough to just hold the pressure, right, until they're done. And then transfer. Oh, that's so as soon as you come out, you explode. Yeah, yeah, that that was that was what I was thinking about. Sounds like we got to make two trips regardless, right? There's too many failure points in that plan. Yeah. I say I just get in one of the deep dive suits, just walk right in there with the fucking plasma torch and just light the fucker up. If you're volunteering. 
I don't. Uh, I don't know. Hyperoxygenated fluid and flames. Well, we take the fluids out. I just need the suit. If it can withstand the pressures out there, it can withstand whatever that fucking thing was. It was kept all cozy in a fucking hermit crab container. Okay. Running that suit dry will 100% break it. I, 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 I don't... Could we flood the levels? Well, another thing, suppose you do decide, okay, we'll, we'll just go in guns blazing. You have to get through the door. I mean, we haven't welded it yet. Seems to me we'd be able to go right in. I don't know if that's a good idea. Wouldn't you lure the creature to you, making all of that noise? If I plan on lighting it on fire, I think that's the point to lure it towards me. Okay. Is it wise to be starting fires down here? No, uh, I can confirm. Not wise. We're in a sealed container, for sure. Fire's bad. We got the whole briefing, right? That angry man yelled at us. <clears throat> and there are two fire extinguishers in every room, right? That's what Hughes said when we were on our way down. Next to every door. Everything's made of metal. The walls of this place are feet thick. Nothing's gonna happen. If we're, we're gonna light it up, we have a oxyacetylene set up. We already found it. We can make a hell of a flamethrower. Uh, we're also remembering that there are emergency oxygen tanks in these rooms, and uh, those are very susceptible to blowing up. When exposed to fire. Well, they're not, like, exactly what you're thinking of, though, Aubrey. Like, they're not, like, removable, like, scuba tanks. They're more like you would have masks that drop from a, like, uh, secondary reservoir. Oh. If that makes sense. So the walls would blow up instead. <laughs> That's so much better. Yeah. <laughs> Fluids, um. as far as the eyes can see. Great. Wonderful. <laughs> yeah. But why don't we look at it like this? We need to worry about our own security, make sure no one else dies. We need to figure out what we're dealing with, and we need to figure out how to get out of here. Those are three solid things that we have to do. Now, there's some bodies downstairs, right? Found in lockers? Yeah. Who's good at checking out bodies? I have a bit of previous medical experience. Just basic certifications and trainings to be a lifeguard. Great, that's Band-Aid Girl. Who else? Claire, you're a biologist, right? A body of biology's biology, right? I, uh, wait, I normally work with creatures, but, um... Aren't we all I, creatures? I mean, we all kind of, Well, no, sea creatures usually work quite a bit different than animals, but I've, I've had some anatomy. It's better than nothing. Where exactly are these bodies again? By the moon pool and the storage lockers. Oh, all the way down there. Cool. <laughs> Just look for the giant puddle of um you won't miss them well maybe we'd like to have these two check out the bodies then we can work on grabbing a torch to weld up at least the door to the biology lab so if the monster's still in there at least can stay in there i'm sure no one wants to go into that area of this anymore besides if we stay here any longer the creature may come find us first and you don't know when that med bay door is going to open well we locked it right it's locked They locked it. We haven't been able to unlock it. I've got a bit of a hunch. Maybe if you go in the room with that spear, don't look at it. How about we just don't go in the room, huh? How about that? That's fair. Yeah, I... I 
I really like to touch it, if I'm being honest. But no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm making an executive decision. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, I know you're the third person so far. I just thought I'd put it out there. <laughs> I mean, we've all, we would all like to touch it, but just lead us not into temptation. I know, I know. I'm just, I'm nervous, guys. Okay, I don't know. I'm, I'm just saying things. I, we're trying to figure stuff out, so I just say things until we figure the thing out, right? Like. We need teams. Who's going down to investigate the body? Who's going to go and get the torch? Who is going to uh, grab food? I'm on torch duty. I will grab food. Um, as much as I hate it, I think I need to be on torch duty. I will also go and get food while our biologists are looking at the body. Claire, I think that you were kind of co-opted into uh, <laughs> body duty. Yes. Are you... You're probably going to go with Sydney then? Correct. All right. And then, um, Joel, are you going to go with the torch people then? Uh, that leaves me the odd man out. Um, why don't I, since I'm security, why don't I watch over, like, stay in the comm room and watch over the med bay? Perfect. No, that works. Yeah, if that's, that's fine because you have access to all the doors then for sure. Yeah, if that works for everyone. Oh, yeah, I guess. Do we all have communicators? Uh-huh. We yeah, do. we figured out how those work last time. You just talk into them, apparently, and they work. Wow, who'd have thought? Yeah, no, we didn't for like <laughs> ten minutes, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's a button right there. You should press it. Look, it talk, look it's everybody can hear me now. Look, see, you can all hear me, even if we're not in this room. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. All right, well... Do we need a code word? Code word? All, all good things have code words, and if we have... Help, help, I'm dying. Well, anybody can realize help, I'm dying, right? If they're, they're dying, or if there's... I'm worried it's invasion of the body snatches over here. Why don't we say something none of us would ever say, like, Oh, Wallace, good to see you. Or, <laughs> Wallace, what a pleasant surprise. Oh, Wallace, you're alive. Nobody would expect that, right? Okay. So, Sydney and I and just the two of us, right, are going down? Uh, that's what it would seem like. I'm going to start with uh, Dr. Keene and Percy and who else was getting food? I think just us. I think just us. If everybody else could uh, mute them or deafen themselves, yeah, that would be great. Thank you. I refuse. Oh no more God. secrets, Tim. Stop this. <laughs> no, all I'll secrets do it. all the time. <laughs> So you guys make your way into the galley and it looks like uh, people have been in here and served themselves a few things. There's a few dishes in the in the one deep stainless steel sink that is uh, connected to the wall and um, there's just these rows of cabinets down the center of it and inside of them they're filled with all of these dehydrated meals and things like that and there's a bunch of bottles of water and things of that nature as well but you all you both also remember that you didn't grab some sort of a container to carry all of this in so you might want to head to maybe the dorm would have some sort of a duffel bag or something like that yeah. 
Is there a like a coffee pot? Um, yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, before we head out, I start to brew a pot. Um, okay. Um, Doctor Keen, roll me a wisdom check, please. Fail. Okay. You hear the. Uh, you hear the uh, coffee machine start to percolate and brew, and you kind of snap back and realize what it is, and it kind of puts you at ease. Christ! <sighs> you see Percy is, at this point, basically still white as a sheet, having lost a majority of his fluids. Um, <clears throat> and he goes, sorry, I just... I gotta get something quick in me. Uh, but it's okay. Let's uh, find something we can we can load up before we take it, and I mean the pot will brew. No, no worries there. The dorms. I suppose. Uh, yeah. It's also great to know that scientists can't do the dishes. Glad to see that still holds true. She says, uh, <laughs> kind of nodding over at the sink. Go ahead and make me another wisdom check, both of you. Aye, aye, Captain. Pass. Pass. You hear something skitter, and it just kind of like is clanging a little bit, um, maybe in the ducts or something like that, but it just, the way that it's echoing makes it seem like it's all around you. Ooh, I don't like that. Uh, I'd like to grab the nearest uh, cutlery around me. There is only uh, plastic silverware because all of your food is dehydrated. There's no reason for you to have a knife or anything like that. Perfect. I'm going to grab the nearest spork. <laughs> and hold it like a hunting machete that you would see in a movie. <laughs> Tines down uh, in his fist. And I just whisper over, uh, Alright, I think we got to be a little bit quieter. And I'll try to start uh, sneaking through the. Uh... Is this a lounge room? Um. So you're you're below a deck. You're in the galley, and then there is a leisure room next to it. Leisure. Okay. Yeah. Um. And it, that room has. Uh, so there are actually a couple of pinball machines, like right off to your right. Um, there's a foosball machine or table that's right across from you, and then a uh, pool table. Um, that has, you know, some sticks uh, on the wall next to it. I, I'm going to take one of the pool sticks and hand Dr. Keen my uh, trusty spork. I will put the spork, like, in my belt and also take a pool stick. <laughs> All right. So, you guys, um, I apologize, but you're probably going to be deafened for the rest of the session. Oh. That is Okay. So, Torch Crew, Sid starts leading you towards the what is labeled as the robotics lab on the door, but oh, okay. when you get inside, it reminds you a lot more of a garage. Um, just to kind of remind you guys what's in here, all of the flammable stuff is sort of um, packaged away behind a key that's still in the lock, but it's turned... Uh, sort of keep it in its safe compartment in case of earthquakes and things like that. 
Um, there's a welder that's off in a cabinet as well as a plasma cutter. Um, you see that there are a bunch of like tall tool chests that if you look inside them are completely stocked with any sort of hand tool that you could possibly think of. Um, and then there are a couple of lifts that, uh, like, not lifts, they're hoists, you know, with chains to lift up anything heavy that you might want to uh, work on the underside of or something like that. Um, they're sort of close together, so it would appear that maybe it's so Dr. Keen could possibly work on her um, suits or something like that. But, yeah, so you guys are in this garage area. And go ahead. As soon as I uh, walk in there and, and see everything, um, take a glance around. Well, this is a fucking shame. What? It's a hell of a garage. I know. In a much better situation, I'd actually like this place. Well, what you looking for? For the time being, we came here to get a torch. Let's get a torch. Alright, well, the oxyacetylene's right over here. Um, we got our welder over here, you know. That works. Uh, any other accelerants that you know of? Um, I think there was some oil. Um, other than that, not really. Other than oxygen, of course. There's always oxygen. Yeah, oxidizers are good. Spread the flames mm -hmm. more out. Um, we're kind of just going by a wig and a prayer here. Uh, let's just get everything that we can uh, we can carry. Okay. So if it burns, bring it? I'd say so. Is there any carts or anything to make uh, moving the stuff around easier? A cart? That would have been an awesome idea for my uh, my taser made out of a plasma cutter. A taser cart? <laughs> that would be pretty cool. Maybe we can come back to that idea later. Yeah, now's not the time for that, for sure. You don't appear to see any carts that you could uh, start loading up with stuff, so you're going to have to either hand carry what you want to take or figure something else out. Is there any other stuff that's kind of flammable in here? Um, like you said, there's a whole flammables cabinet, right? Yeah, so that is, uh, that's got like uh, some propane tanks in it. Propane? There we so go. So you have propane and you have acetylene, basically. Taste the meat, not the heat. I like it. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely propane, better than charcoal. Well, let's grab all these tanks then. All right, and uh, Tig starts just grabbing everything. He makes sure to get the actual um, plasma cutter uh, for one to make sure that that comes up and stays with us. Okay, and are you uh, planning to take it to the comms room, comms room then? Uh, yeah. Okay, I think it's slow going, but I don't think you guys have any trouble with that. Um, I am going to go to Claire and Sydney, and then we're going to close out the recording. All right, so uh, we deafen now? Yep. All right. So, Sydney and Claire. So, you guys begin to descend the ladder down to the moon pool. And um, you make your way over to the controls that uh, 
Tighe and Dr. Keen and Percy were describing to you. And there you see it. There are these two bodies that are sort of crumpled together, almost like they were holding each other in their last moments, but their bodies just the way that their skin almost seems to be sloughing off of them and the the sort of just wet glistening goo that seems to be on every inch of their skin and their clothing just is very odd I'm going to approach them and lean down and just kind of examine them any as closely as possible can I get an intelligence roll from you, please? Yeah. Oh, shit, I rolled a one. That's super pass. So you're looking at these corpses, and you're not really touching them, but it seems like there is there is something that was drained out of them, almost. Like they were... Like they underwent some sort of extreme change or something like that. Um, Claire, why don't you also roll me an intelligence check? Are you going to go in and examine the bodies with Sydney? Yeah, I, I would walk over um, and kind of go to maybe not right by Sydney, like kind of on the other side to get a different angle, whatever. Okay. That is also a one. <laughs> oh, okay. So... What you're looking at looks like extreme or explosive cell death. As though every single one of the cells was immediately deprived of of all of the fuel that it needs to go or or maybe its its DNA was immediately ripped out of it. it like the way these bodies look seems impossible. I ain't never seen anything like this before, Sydney. Uh, me either. I was expecting there to be some kind of, you know, bump to the head or a shot or something. This is... What the fuck is this, Sydney? I'm not really sure. Um, it almost looks like they were deflated. Yeah, kinda. Maybe there's a point of entry. Uh, could you help me flip this over? Uh, sure. I help her flip the body. So, as we're flipping the body, um, I'm going to reach forward and grab Claire's hand. Claire, why don't you give me a dexterity roll, please? (laughs) Oh boy. I fail. Claire, you see Sydney's hand begins to deform into sort of these tentacles as they reach and latch onto your body, and they wrap themselves, climbing up slowly, and you can feel as your hand begins to go numb, and then the rest of your body begins to go numb, and you look down, and you can see that Sydney has become this sort of amorphous liquid that is now encompassing the majority of you. And the next thing you know, it's creeping up over your mouth and you try to scream, but it just blocks out any noise that you can possibly get out. You try and struggle against it, but no matter how you move, it's like swimming in the deepest sea.
Claire, you are dead. Follow our podcast network on Twitter at Time to Die RPG. The Deep is GM'd by Tim Demuse at Ida Grab Your Gun. Colin Tig Ward was played by Chris Riley at Chris Riley LCP. Claire Wombles was played by Kim Metzger at Metzgirl. Dr. Marie Shakin was played by Aubrey Gray at Aubrey Gray One. Joel Lawrence was played by Chris, aka Critically Accursed, at C Accursed. Valhalla Perseus Nunez, aka Percy, was played by Eric S. Pat, at ES underscore Patty Cake. Sid McMillan was played by Samuel, at Samsalot007. Sidney Clark was played by Robin Hot, at DIOXIARIO. All of these Twitter links and more can be found in the episode description. If you're enjoying the show so far, we would be so grateful if you would rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. It would also help us immensely if you would tell a friend about us, or just post about us on social media. And if you'd like to hang out and even play tabletop role-playing games with us, we have a Discord link in our episode descriptions, or you can find all of our content at timetodierpg.com. We appreciate you listening, and we'll see you on the next episode of The Deep. Deep.